Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 337. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. Well, welcome back, everyone. Glad to be here with another episode of Family from the Heart. Stephanie, how are you this week? I'm okay. You're okay. Yes. Not wonderful, not great. But you're okay. I'm okay. What's going on this week? Uh, normal stuff is going on, but my body is not cooperating. So, having I'm a just, tough time I'm adjusting ha- to the fall weather, or I'm I'm not certain. I'm not certain, but I'm just not. I'm just not feeling well. So. Not feeling well. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, baby. Me too. Do do we have anything that we can talk about this week that I'm you sure we have can on find something. the top of your head that you can think of? Because I did not make a list. I do have two questions that were left over from last week Okay, that are both along the same theme, but I want to make sure that we get anything I, pressing I don't out know. of the way. I don't think there's anything pressing going on right now. It's just a lot of the same um, right now. So um, let's talk about some of the things. There has to be some things that we've done this week. Anything? <laughs> Halloween was this weekend, okay. this past weekend. What happened for Halloween? Um, I know that it is your standing desire that nothing is done for Halloween. That is my standing desire. It never happens, by the way. Actually, that is not true. Do you remember the year that we stayed home and watched Captain America? No, nope, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Di- I remember that it was still, um, it was cool enough that we had the windows open. Mm-hmm. Okay. And obviously we lived... Um, in the old house. Okay. And um, the kids had no plans and they didn't want to make any. So I bought them each their favorite candy. I, I bought all of us our favorite candy and we stayed home and we had candy and popcorn and we watched Captain America. Interesting. You don't remember that? It must have been several years ago because I don't. <laughs> you You may have worked through it. I don't even know, but... Yeah, I, it, yeah, it doesn't ring a bell. I mean, I'm sure I remember. I, I've we've seen Captain America a number of times, but I always remember you having no plan, no a desire for no plans for I, Halloween. And I always, until this year, I'd always at the very last minute been the one who's walking at least one or all three kids through the neighborhoods, yeah. uh, going trick or treating with like last minute costumes. Sometimes, and sometimes the costumes came you know a day or two before before, right so um this this um so what happened this year i did not go trick-or-treating this year you did not neither did i okay um okay megan had (laughs) megan had a party to go to on friday night and on saturday both of them halloween costume parties both of them halloween costume parties on the way to school friday morning Uh uh-huh she announces that she wants to be Minnie mouse okay can i make her a red tutu okay Sure, I can do that. I'll go, I'll get the... I mean, a tutu is not something that is expensive to make. Right. And um, so I can... I'm like, I'll do that. I'll go out and I'll get, I'll get the tool and I'll get started. And then... So I get a text message um, about an hour later that says, 
Were you going to make that while I was at school? Because I really want to help. So nice. now she wants me to wait all day yep. to work on it. So, so that, we can do this at the last minute. So we can do this at the last minute so she can help. Um, we had a good time. It worked out fine. Um, and it got finished Friday night. And you got to do something together. Right before right before her party. And we got to do something together. And um, <laughs> did you see who that was, was from? Yeah, it's from Mark. Okay. I, I've got the question. All right. Um, so... So I took her to her party Friday. She repeated the costume for um, Saturday. Saturday. There are red sparkles all over my office. Like I was paying bills the other day and I had like red um, sparkles all over my forearms um, from laying on my desk because the material that I used was sparkly. Sparkly. And um, but it worked and she looked adorable. So McKenna had a thing at school not this it was the weekend before halloween okay and um they they had something at school so she had put together a a costume with a friend of hers who lives here in the neighborhood so they had plans to go out together and i after we um after we worked out with joe saturday night we're coming home and i'm like i do not want to go the last thing i want to do is go trick-or-treating. I just do not want to do it at all. Right. Well, McKenna's ready, and I drive her over to her friend's house because we had agreed we'd meet on their side of the neighborhood. They live on the complete opposite side of the neighborhood than we do. Right. And um, and so I get over there, and I, I tell um, her friend's mom, you know, I have, to, I have to run Megan to a party. I'll be right back. And she's like, oh, well, don't worry about it. I was just going to let them, you know walk just these you know by themselves just these few houses they know that i'll be right here they know that you know yada she's and i'm like that's fine i have no problem with her you know going to you know these few houses around you know the few streets around their house um by themselves not a problem at all so i run megan to our party and i come back home to get something to eat because we just finished working out and i'm hungry Mm and i'm um I'm upstairs in our bedroom and I actually hear McKenna's voice saying, oh, hey, let's go rob this house. And then, <laughs> nice. you, and then you hear her punching in the code to get into the door. They walked all the way from from the, um, other, end uh, the, the other end of the neighborhood all the way here. And um, I just I thought it was hilarious. So then they're like, oh, OK, well, we're going to go back out. And I'm like, well, where are you? Are you going back? You know over why to they the stopped at our house? Why? Because McKenna's bag was full. Oh, is that why? And she needed, and she needed a, a new, new bag. bag. OK, I do remember that. I do remember her telling me that. So I'm like, well, what are you guys going to do? So um, they said they were going back. However, I think they just went to the houses around here and then they came back here because her friend's phone had died. So I called the mom and I'm like, they're at my house now. And it was hilarious. But um, so while the kids did something, I didn't have to go. I just drove. Right. I didn't have to walk, which I was very, you and I very stayed glad home. about. We stayed home. We watched TV. Do you remember we, what we were watching? We, Supergirl. Supergirl, which yes. was really good. Well, Supergirl, really good. It, it's actually, it's pretty good, I would say. It's better than Lois and Clark. Well, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. Um, here's the deal. Stephanie and I both are really into superhero movies and, and the superhero genre and stuff like that. 
Um, we're huge fans of Marvel. Mm-hmm. Not as much as DC Comics has not done as great a job with their with their movies. They just haven't. Um, but anyway, th- we love all of the Avengers, Captain America. I've I, you know you haven't seen the the little tiny guy. What's his name? Ant Man. I have not seen Ant Man, and I, don't think I you've haven't seen, Guardians seen the Fantastic of the Four or the Guardians of the Galaxy. We're, babe, these are all really decent movies. There are movies. things that you have all done with Matthew. Yeah, so yeah. we we need to get you caught up. I know. So anyway, but uh, Marvel has had the Green Arrow. Well, it's actually the Arrow, right? Uh, it's or it's just called Arrow. Arrow, right. uh, and they have um, the Flash. DC. You said Marvel. Marcel. Mar- yeah, actually, no. These are aren't they? I believe they're both. Are they? They showed. I'm pretty sure that before they go to Warner Brothers, that it says DC, and then it goes to uh, Warner maybe Brothers. Maybe you're right. Well, then if that's the case, then Marvel's really doing a great job on the movie side, and DC has been doing a really good job on the. Okay, the, they are saying DC, so very good catch on that. But anyway, the Arrow and the Arrow and the Flash have been out of this world awesome, and so. The Supergirl movie is a lot like, it reminds me a lot like The Flash as far as the feel. Yes. Um, and and the, the, just kind of the theme and the elements of the, the story uh, reminds me a lot of the Superman, obviously, mm-hmm. genre. Right, right. But but it's it's good. But it, so far, it's not yet gripped me the way that Arrow did right in the beginning and even The Flash but I think it's working. I, I well, do. See, no, I thought that it had a very strong pilot. Yes, um, it had a very strong pilot. And and then the second episode was exactly what I expected in setting up for in in setting up for what will be the rest of the story. Um, I I really enjoy. It. I think the little girl is adorable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Kara uh, is that right? Yeah, Kara. Um, absolutely adorable, and um. I, I, yeah. It, it, anyway, it, so far, I, I, I would say it's pretty good, and and it's it's one that I mean, obviously, it's much better than Agents of Shield, which is Marvel, and was horrible. And right, I, I didn't keep yeah. watching it. Yeah, it's still on though, so it can't be too horrible. Mm, I thought it was horrible. Okay, it wasn't worth because my I time. think you wanted movie, you, you wanted to go see a movie, not right. Well, watch it, it for an hour. No, on TV. I, I think what I wanted is I wanted superheroes, not the people who are okay. working for Shield. Gotcha. Okay. All right. And I wanted, and I know that they each one they have people with they these special, do, yeah. But they don't have a central. All like, right. Arrow has the Green Arrow, and also has um, the Canary. It also has who I know, don't like. I know you don't. I don't. I keep waiting for her to get hit by a bus. And what's the <laughs> the red? What's it? Huh? What What is? Um. What do they call him? Anyway, but I like the recurring, you know, every episode has these him. characters in it. So that's what I like. But um, yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, I don't know. I just anyway, like it. So, but, um, but for the rest of, to finish the Halloween story, we did nothing. We watched TV and then McKenna spent the night at her friend's house. Yeah. So the, um, her mom came to pick them up so that they didn't walk all the way back over there in the dark again. And um, I had to wait up. Did I wait up? No, Saturday night's the night. I went to bed for like an hour and a half and then Megan called and said, can you pick me up in 30 minutes? Right. And so I went to bed and then got up and drove to pick her up. And, gotcha. But um, Matthew did nothing. No. He, he played his video games with his friends. He really was not interested. That's my. He's my favorite kid. 
<laughs> nice. I, I like him the most. Awesome. So let's see here. Um, Halloween. Oh, uh, the question Mark asked was, did we, how many kids came to our door? Okay. And what, and did we hand anything out? So two kids, they were together, probably brothers. <laughs> um, we turned our porch lights off. Yeah. Um, and everyone knows that if the porch lights are off, they're not handing anything out. So, um, which by the way, earlier in the day, I'm like, I wish we would have had some candy. I, he would I, have sat outside and I, handed out candy or I would Stop have telling turned, me that it's Ryan's birthday. I know. What are you yelling at? My computer keeps telling me that it's Ryan Oswald's birthday. Okay. And I keep telling it to go away and it keeps coming back. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. What was I saying? You wish you had candy to hand no, out. No, yeah. So I would have turned the porch lights on and the kids would have came up and each time have. they came to the door, I would have been happy to give them some candy. Yes, you would have. But? But I'm not. <laughs> and so when I answered the door, I just said, I'm sorry, guys, we don't have any candy here. And the older brother said to the little brother, I told you so. Yep. And they walked back down the driveway. So. Yeah. And then we yeah. turned out more of the lights inside. And then so. we turned out all the inside lights and sat in the dark. And we pretended like we weren't here. With our blue glow of the TV. <laughs> exactly. I and don't need to pretend like I'm not here. <laughs> Fun stuff. So. Not my favorite. It's gone. So you want to know what I did on December on November 1st? What did you do on? No- oh, yeah. November 1st. <laughs> I put up my Christmas tree. <laughs> It actually looks really good. Thank I, you. It looks the same as last year, but I mean, it, we, it, it looks, well, I mean, the, the, point. the whole, <laughs> but yeah, I love it. Yeah. It, it, it's, that's the point. We, um, it's a festive time of year and, and I love the way our living room looks with the Christmas tree I and the too. stockings. I do too. Uh, hung over the fireplace. Now if the weather would just get out of the seventies and we could turn the fireplace back on, it'd be fantastic. You know, that's crazy. I'm actually looking forward to cold weather. Are you? Yeah, I have no idea why. I sleep better at night with cold weather because I put blankets on and uh, I put blankets on all the time. I'm. I will say this though: there is one thing I am not looking forward to with colder weather. What? Working down here, and it's not because of any. I mean, normally, if you're by the way, if you're not here working down here, not a big deal, because I come down here. We we had them put in special because it's mm-hmm. a finished basement. We had them insulate everything. Super awesome. Uh, because it's a studio, we even had them insulate the ceiling above yep. us. So normally that wouldn't be insulated, but it keeps. So it's all perfectly fine until I turn on the fireplace. My wife goes into the living room in front of the TV and lays down or sits down in front of the fireplace with the fireplace on. The fireplace kicking out. You make massive, it sound like I do it like every day, all day. Massive amounts of heat, heat pouring into the living room. Raising the temperature of that room to approximately 85, 87 degrees. All right. So it is so nice, warm, and toasty. Meanwhile, <laughs> because of that, I am down here and literally my fingers, I the know what tips of my fingers are purple. I know what They're to get you for freezing Christmas. cold. And the reason why is because for the last three and a half hours, without me knowing it, the heat has not kicked on. Why? Because the thermostat for our home is located in the room with the fireplace. What the heck? What the heck? We need to we need to go and move the fire with a thermostat to like the to like the hallway to the hallway coming downstairs or okay. something like that. I don't know. Anyway, that that's one thing I'm not looking forward okay. to. Okay, but I am looking forward to the fireplace. I like the fireplace. We could just space heater. Yeah, it would, actually, I might actually do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, but we used to have a space heater. What happened to I that? I don't think it moved with us. I know. I don't know how that didn't Me happen. Me neither. Because that's something, it was a nice space heater. It was. I think we just got throwaway happy at one point. Yeah, well, we were trying to declutter and we did. We did. <laughs> we did. Um. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad that all of the I'm glad all of the Christmas things are up. Um Megan's listening like to Christmas music every day. Dude, we've been listening to Christmas music since like the middle of October. Okay. <laughs> um I think it part of it's because they're singing Christmas music already in choir. You know, they're they're working on their Christmas music for their concert. Yeah. So um so they've I mean, it's been a regular part of their day for weeks now. It's just a natural extension into right. the rest. Um, so Mark asked, um, what kind of decorations will we put on the outside of our house? Okay. I really want to put lights up. No. Yeah. Y- no. I didn't say I wanted you to do it. <laughs> no. Why? I don't know. Why? Because. Right. How, how about we get that I one? I have a wreath on the door. She has a wreath on the door. That's That's decorations enough outside. Uh, we could get the one the the thing where it's the one strand of lights and it's the Grinch that we've talked about. The d- no, yes, yeah. actually, it, well, it's his bag. Yeah, he's just pulling them off into his bag. Yeah, it's still fully decorated with minimum effort. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. I don't know. Everyone knows that your heart is two sizes too small when it comes to Christmas, so it's perfect. Yeah, you know, I wonder how this year will be different. Different how? What do you mean? Just different. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Or not. <laughs> or not. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. Um. Yeah. So Thanksgiving's different this year in that we actually have no plans. Did we talk about this last week? I don't think so. This so is so my mom weird. And, my mom and dad. We've always had Thanksgiving with my mom and dad. Always. Why? Well, in the very beginning, I think we split half yeah, and ha- half did. the day and half the day. And then it just got to the point where um, once we had two kids, <laughs> like that's that's too much. And so we've just always had Thanksgiving with with your mom mm-hmm. and dad and family. Yeah. And my sister and her husband just moved to Virginia. Right. And uh, my brother lives down in Tampa. Yeah. And my mom and dad don't get to see him very often. And so for Thanksgiving this year, they're going to Tampa. Yes. Yep. And so, um, <laughs> um, what? So we have no, we have no Thanksgiving plans. It's so weird. So I think we'll go to your grandma's house. We'll go see my grandma. Yeah. And um, and then I don't know. I, and we are gonna have like a, a get together with my mom and the weekend, the week before, the, the weekend yeah. before. And so it's just. I think it's just going to be a weird holiday season. It is. It is. It's going to be different. And then that next year we won't even be here for Thanksgiving. Nope, because we'll be in New York. We'll be in New York. So it's just, it's funny because when Megan was born, I remember this whole, because Megan was born um, the day before Thanksgiving. Okay. Right? She's the one who came on a Wednesday. Yes. Megan was born the day, born the day before Thanksgiving. And every, um... And I feel like that's the Thanksgiving that like changed everything that was tradition for me before then. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. And so nothing's been the same since. And now um, I, I, feel, I feel like it's it's changing again. And 
Yeah. Because, well, here's the thing. So this year is different. Next year we will be in New York. And, um, and then, and then the year after Megan turns 18. And, and so it's, it's really weird. It is. It's, it's weird. Anyway. So anyway, Thanksgiving is going to be different Different. this year. Yes. So who knows? We, we may actually do something creative on our own. We might. Like we talked about going to the movies, seeing a double feature. That would be fun. That would be fun. Um, Mark asked, uh, what about Black Friday? Will, um. Yeah, we don't go shopping on Black Friday. We don't do Friday. Black Friday. No. I mean, I have a Black Friday sale that I do every year for my yeah. business that uh, typically will generate a significant uh, additional source of income for that particular month, so or for this particular month each year. Yep. And and I will certainly do that again. But I do not like crowds at all. I've I think um I think I've been out on Black Friday maybe once or twice in my entire adult life. Okay. One time I went, the last time I went, I was pregnant with McKenna Mm -hmm. and I met your mom at the mall. Yeah. And I think that's when I said, I'm never coming out again. Yeah. And and I don't like to go shopping that much at all, Mm -hmm. any time of year. And I typically do most of my shopping online. So, yeah. And they're saying, how about uh, Cyber Monday? Same thing. We try to stay away from all of those things and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm just... uh, and, and usually, I mean, we're, we, most of the things that we buy, we, we budget for in advance. And, and we buy very specific things. So it's not, a lot of times those sales don't even, I'm like, that, I'm not even looking for anything that's going to fall into that sale. Yeah, it's it's so, not like, I mean, we moved into this home and, you know, the, the kind of things that would pe- probably be the most appealing to us might've been things that we would have bought when we moved into our right. home last year. And so we bought a lot of things last year. And so if they put on a, you know, a 65 inch television for, <laughs> you know, with $2,000 off, that's just not going to be appealing. We, we've already furnished our home right. with the, the stuff that we yeah. had budgeted for that. So but we yeah. don't buy toys and yeah, I mean, yeah that, we don't buy yeah. toys and, and Christmas and stuff like that. I mean, it's, we know what we're going to get ahead of time and it's not like we're, I mean, if there's a sale that's online and it's something we know we're going to get for Christmas, then sure we'll. We'll buy it early if, if we see that we get a really special deal on it. But it's not like we're waiting around for those kind of things right. and right. stuff like that. Just, yep. those, those just don't. The Black Friday to Cyber Monday sales. Does not appeal to me. It doesn't. It's so funny. It doesn't appeal to me either. But at the same time, it's it's so funny that I can actually create a Black Friday through Cyber Monday sale for my business. Send out th- probably three or four emails over the course of a couple days. And, you know, it generates anywhere, I think in the past, it's generated anywhere between $2,500 to $7,000 in additional income that would not have come in had I not made that sale available. So I do know as a marketer or as a business, the the effect of having a a Black Friday through Cyber Monday sale, people are out there, they're ready to buy. Uh, and, and that it, it's great for our business, It is, but it, for us as consumers or, or whatever we, it, it, yeah, we don't have any, we don't black Friday. No. All right. So Sunday, are you aware of what we're doing Sunday? Do you remember? We're going to see Chris Tomlin. Yeah. On so Sunday. I don't even remember what songs he sings. I just know that I know a bunch of Chris right, Tomlin yeah. songs. So we talked last week. Did we talk? I know we talked about Toby Mac last mm-hmm. week, right? But yeah. we didn't talk about to- Chris Tomlin, right? No. All right. So last week, maybe we, mentioned in that I needed to check the calendar. I don't know. Yeah. 
So I'm writing down, I'm making a list as we go of the different things that we talk about so I can put it in the show notes because that way it helps me remember next week. Oh, yeah, did we talk about that or not that? So Black Friday through Cyber Monday. Um, But anyway, Chris Tomlin. So we talked last week about Toby Mac. We did. And my mom's totally addicted to these concerts and everything. So um, we have agreed to go to a or accepted an invitation from my mom to go to another Christian concert. Uh, this one's not Christian rap slash hip hop, but uh, it's Chris Tomlin, which is more, he's a it's more worship. It's a, he's a, type. I would say he is more known for being a songwriter mm-hmm. of modern um, contemporary Christian worship that is done in, in, in lots of local, local congregational gatherings around the world. And of course, he's also known for singing many of those songs. He's got his own albums and stuff like that. But Chris Tomlin, um, I I used to listen to Christian music a lot. And I remember there was tons of songs that I did like from him quite a bit. So I'm actually looking forward to the concert. It's at Northern Kentucky University's Arena. They have an arena there. BBT Um, Arena. Yeah. And that's where the Toby Mac concert was. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mom and dad bought special tickets. So they have meet and greet. So we actually, I think, are going to get to meet Chris Tomlin, which is cool. Um, I should should probably go into Apple Music and look up some Chris Tomlin songs (laughs) and kind of familiarize myself with some of his uh, music again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be weird for me to do something like that on a Sunday night because my Sunday nights are so get ready for Monday morning. Yep. So. So here's the deal. Um, McKenna and I, which reminds me, uh, McKenna and politics. I'm going to write this down and politics. Okay. Because that's next. Okay. All right. So McKenna and I went over to my parents' office uh, and we could talk about health insurance. Look at this. We got all kinds of things to talk about. So we went over to talk to my dad about health insurance. Um, not that McKenna was all excited about seeing, talking about health Although insurance. Although she remembered the details when you got back. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, I think you were out with Megan somewhere and Matt, was, Matt was at a friend's house or he was out with somebody doing something. Uh, he Matt- wasn't here. Yeah, he was. Are you sure? When you went to the office? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't he remember was. that. But I had um had to pick Megan up from NKU. She did NKU's honor choir. And so I picked up her and her friend and I took them to the friend's house because the friend was driving back. Okay. Well, anyway. But Matthew was here the whole time. Okay. So McKenna comes down to the kitchen. I said, McKenna, I'm finishing up some things right now at work and I'm going to go see my mom and papa at the office do you want to ride with me? And she goes, sure, why not? And so she says, wait a second, how long are we going to be? We're not going to be there like for four hours, are we? And I said, no, I said, you know, by the time we get there, they'll, they close at 4.30 and it's only going to be a half an hour uh, that, but we, we might be there for about an hour or so. She's that's cool. I haven't seen my mom in a while. And so uh, she, she gets in the car and we have a fun conversation on the way there, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But anyway, as it relates to Sunday, um, my mom was saying that we'll probably they'll uh, we'll all go out to lunch together, like okay. the whole family. Okay, and then we'll bring the kids back here, and then uh, the four of us will go to the concert. Okay, that's the kind of the the things that my mom was suggesting. Okay, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, cool. That all sounds right. great. So uh, let's see here. I, though at some point I'm gonna have to get up. I'm gonna have to go to the grocery and plan for Monday because I still have to. Okay. Well, I still have to. Make how about sure we do that, that my... Saturday? Okay. 
I'll do that Saturday. In between the girls having dance all day and you and I going to work out with Joe, we'll get that done on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Saturday evening. Go ahead. So um, on the way to the uh, going over to see my mom and dad about health insurance, which I'll talk about in a minute, uh, McKenna uh, was, was like, so it was da- election day. It was election day. And so I said, how was your day? We're talking about some stuff. She goes, so what else do you want to talk about? And I said, well, mom and I voted today. And she goes, oh, cool. Who'd you vote for? And and we got to talking and stuff like that. And she goes, so I was talking and she goes, I think I'm a Democrat, dad. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what? And she was telling me about her and her friend and her friend's mom who were having conversations. And 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 she's like, so I understand. She goes, there, there are the two things that I think she goes when it comes to like how they think about abortion, you know, I, I'm pro abortion dad. And uh, because I think that, you know, a woman should have the ability to have the decision of whether or not to let somebody else raise their, raise their child. And I'm like, you do understand that abortion is not that, that right, what you're right. thinking of is adoption. And that's not. She goes, what do you mean? And so we explained, I explained, she goes, oh, then no, I'm not for that. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, and then there's gay marriage, dad. And, you know, I, you know, I don't think that people who are gay, even if I don't agree with it, I don't think that they should not be allowed to have rights. And so we just, I mean, I, we had this amazing conversation that typically I can't even have a quality conversation at this level with this much just being real and honest and just saying whatever you think, but mm-hmm. without being argumentative or anything like that, just with an adult, <laughs> with a, it's hard to have that kind of conversation with an adult. And I just had this amazing conversation with my daughter that was incredible. And um, who's 10, who's 10 years old. And so the interesting thing is, is that she comes away and she goes, well, I don't think that I'm a Democrat and I don't think that I'm a Republican, so I must be somewhere in the middle. I said, here's the deal. I don't believe that there's any one way that you could put yourself in one of those two boxes. And I'd say your dad's probably somewhere in the middle as well. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to voting, I vote a specific way because right. there are some things that are non-negotiable for me. And one particular party stands for some of those things. And I vote another way. So, and right. and what that is, I'm not going to go into here because it's I think not important. You just did, but anyway. But I also told her that I am probably in the middle. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and which is interesting because we would. I, I can say we'll, we'll go ahead and say I can tell you that years ago, you and I probably would have been considered to be far, 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 far as conservative as possible to the right as you could possibly be. Right. And that is just not the case today. It's just not the case anymore. Ah, yeah. So there's that. It's 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 still um. What's the right word? I it it still kind of baffles me what what um, freedom, and the right to make up my own mind have allowed me to. To know about myself. Yeah, and that was the interesting thing about this conversation with McKenna is that I. I didn't immediately go into, oh my gosh, I've got to fix this. Right. You know, it's like, you I, don't. I have well, to, which I we have talked to, about last week. I in need that, to mold her opinion. No, we talked about that last week about, about educating them and allowing them to make their own decisions and then respecting those decisions. Yep. 
you know, and and so no, I don't need to fix it. She's not. She's <laughs> there are other problems she has that needs fixing, but that's <laughs> not one of them. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was a kid fun- in her homework is going to be the end of me. Well, I'm not kidding you. So last night she had homework to do, and um, we went out to dinner, and um took Megan to dance and we come home I'm like okay we need to do your homework she's mom can I just have like a little bit of a break I get no breaks I am so tired and she is tired you can tell by looking at her that she's tired and uh, I'm like all right 20 minutes so she sits she sets a timer Mm -hmm. she set a timer on her on her iPad for 20 minutes and you and I watch the good wife and then i have to go pick megan up yeah and so i'm like well will you check on again and see if she did her homework and she did not and so now it's been more than an hour and um and i'm getting i'm leaving to go pick up megan from dance and she's laying on the couch and i'm like mckenna you need to get up and you need to go get your homework done right now laying on the couch her eyes are closed. Mommy, I'm just counting to 30 in my head and then I'm going to go do it. Do you know when I got home from picking up Megan, the kid was asleep on the couch. Yeah, she might have counted 30 sheep in <laughs> to sleep. That's what she was. So this morning, I wake her up um, first before everyone else. And I'm like, come on, McKenna, you have to get up. You have to, um, you, you have to do that homework before we leave because it's homework that has to be done online. So she has to do it while we're home. She can't do it while we're sitting in the car um, before her school starts. And so she's laying in bed and she's like, I'm just counting to 30 in my head. I'm like, that's what you told me last night. You need to get up right now. Did she get up? She did. Okay. In her own time. But she did get up and she did get it done. She was nasty with me about it. But yeah. But um. So Mark is asking, uh, when it comes to your kids, are you focused on... Um, Enhancing their strengths or fixing their weaknesses? Yeah. And and for us, the obvious answer to that is is that we believe in working on our strengths and, and uh, focusing on the areas where we excel best. And when it comes to our weaknesses, we, we try to mitigate those. Mitigate? Would he, um... Yeah. Ma- make sure that our weaknesses affect us as little as possible. What? I don't know if I agree with that. No? I don't know. Okay. Our weaknesses are a part of who we are. Yeah. Um, I guess it talks about, I, I guess it depends on what you're talking about. So so right. when it comes to what are our, our strengths, like one of my strengths is sales and marketing. And another strength of mine would be, um, you know, a good work ethic and, and just working hard on something and staying focused. Another Strength of mine is creativity and, and business development and stuff like that. A weakness of mine is, you know, um, when it comes to like a work-related things, a, a weakness would be writing, for example. I, I don't like to write. I can write, but it's a weakness in that I, I desperately hate to do it and I want to put it off all the time. So it's a weakness. And so okay. what I do is instead of trying to improve my writing and and making myself a writer and so that I can ultimately get around to finally writing that book um which you know is inside of me and the or the three books that are inside of me 
you know what? I'm like, you know what? That's I, I've got other things that are much more higher priority. I can have more of an effect focusing on my strengths. And when it comes to my weakness, what I could do is I could, here's how I would mitigate my weakness. I Let's just say there are some books. I could decide to take a handheld, I could create an outline, which I'm good at doing. And I could say, this is going to be one chapter. This is going to be the next chapter. And then I can hit a digital recorder and I could record all of my thoughts and tell stories about that topic or whatever. And then I could have somebody transcribe that and then come and ghostwrite that into a well-written document that I, at the end, I could then read it and kind of, kind of massage it to my own voice or whatever the case may be. And that would be how I would mitigate my weakness rather than saying, you know what, it's a real weakness of mine of, of writing for, you know, for long lengths of period of time. You know, there are friends of mine who are writing books and they, they say, Hey, my win of the week is that every day this morning, this week I've woken up and I've spent two hours writing the first thing every day. And I'm like, yeah, that's not me. Right. That's not going to happen. So, so, but it, you, if you mean like weakness and character, then well, then, I mean for our kids, that's what it would be right now. Okay. It would, it would. I don't know. Or, but I mean, if you want to go with the writing thing, then yes, because Megan would say her weakness is writing. Yeah. Um. So you mitigate that. You do it. You do it. I'm not. No, say- because she has to do it. She has to do it right now. Yes. You don't. There, you you can put your book off for twenty years if you want, but her papers do on a certain day at a certain time. Right, and so and basically, what I'm saying is that you for Megan and that and so let's just take Megan and her grades and stuff like that. Well, let's. Uh, what is she excelling at? You know, she's really into the German language that she's studying. She's doing well there. She's got some other areas that she's doing. You know. Put, put all your, you know, build on those strengths that you have and, and make those things that you love and love them more and, and build into that. And when it comes to if if you're, quote unquote, not, and I'm not even going to say writing is a problem for her because writing is not a problem writing for her. Writing is not. But her, what is it called? Grammar and, lit, you know, the English. the English homework and stuff. That's a weakness for her. And the reality is, is once you get out of high Here's school. The thing. I don't think it is a weakness for her. I think it is the relationship with the teacher that makes it okay. feel like a weakness for her. But so what I'm saying is mitigate the weakness is do what's necessary to get by. And That's not what you were telling her the other day. What, what, what? When we were working on a paper. Yeah, it was. Oh, was it? What was I saying? I don't know. It does not matter. Just get it but done. But yes, enhance their do, strengths. Do what's required to get it done. But I'm not saying that, you know, here's the, if, if she is struggling to, to if, 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 if her English literature class or whatever, writing class, what if, if that was a weakness for her, I'm saying <laughs> probably going after a career of being an author is probably not going to be something that she's going to which do. Which is not her, which is not what she wants to do. Exactly. Right. So that what I'm saying is there's no reason for her to go and hire a tutor unless she's failing. Right. Because that would, again, hiring a tutor would be a way of mitigating that weakness. Right. Saying, you know what, I, I do what I can to, to get through this. But if she doesn't come away with an A plus in that course, I'm not going to be upset with that. Okay, but the original question was the original question was do you do you enhance their strengths or fix their weaknesses? I do not believe in fixing weaknesses. We all have weaknesses. We're not all supposed to be good at everything. Right. It is the circle of I mean we're just not. 
Right. And so fix weakness. No, that's not something we do. That's Cliff exactly mitigates his weaknesses. I, we mitigate the weaknesses. I embrace mine. <laughs> I, and, I and, am what I am. I, and I suggest that you, you try to get to a place in life where you can do, I delegate my weaknesses. Well, I don't want to do dishes. I make Cliff do them. Exactly. So you get to a place where you do what you do best and you delegate the rest. That's right. That's it. All right. That, that, that's what I try to teach. All right. And so health insurance, um, we, we're not going to go into a political thing on this, but health insurance is not necessarily what it uh, used to be straightened out right now. Uh, they tried a specific plan that uh, a certain maybe country leader just, uh, worked with just, a particular government governor in the state of Kentucky to develop a specific insurance program that uh, unfortunately went bankrupt in its there, first year. Yeah. And so we're looking for new. Um, yeah. Well, found we, we, have we're switching our our health insurance effective December first, and um, I it it is what it is. I it. What do you want to talk about it? No, that's it. It's just that um, it, it, we we. I had, don't want to get political, but here let me leave no, all these I, little hints, hints, hints. But hints. I'm just saying, it's just like it. It is so messed up now. Why? It is why did up. we have to? Why did we have know. to get messed up? It doesn't make sense. But we had the most expensive, most best plan possible. You know, we paid the highest premiums. We did not have tons of claims and stuff like that. That Here, what I love is that we had no notice that our that it was um, ceasing to exist until I paid our our premium on Saturday. Yeah, October thirty first. I paid on October thirty first. I paid our premium, and when I hit submit, it, I got a message that it says, says we're going out of business in two months. Yep. You need to go find. You need insurance to go find elsewhere. insurance by December thirty first, or you will be uncovered. Yep. So, so we we went back to the company we were with before, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we're we I chose the middle plan this time, so it's actually three hundred and I think it's about three hundred dollars a month cheaper. Okay. And we're just going to take that extra three hundred dollars a month and put it towards our medical savings account. Which is not a HSA. No, it's not. Because they got rid of all of those, unfortunately. Uh, which those were brilliant. Those were brilliant. HSAs were amazing. So actually, we did not go back to what we had before because we did have we had a very had high deductible plan uh, with a very a, good HSA. With a very good HSA. But um, now the money that we put into our we still have a medical savings account. No, we have a medical checking account. Uh, we, uh, we 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 have a medical we, checking yeah. account that we save money in. Is what right. I'm saying. Okay. But it has no tax benefits whatsoever. No, it doesn't. It's all. It's just tax. a place that we put our medical money to separate it from our our regular emergency regular, fund. Yep. Because because paying copays, prescriptions, and deductibles towards medical expenses in our mind is should be an expected and budgeted expense. It's not an emergency. Right. Should not, not. that it emergencies don't often it, fall into that category yeah 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 it, sh- it shouldn't be an emergency you should prepare for s- things mm-hmm. in that in that realm especially right. if you choose a health insurance policy with a very high deductible right or relatively high deductible which i think it's like thirty five hundred dollars a person and seventy five hundred dollar max family it's not a that's not that bad okay so in essence we're doing our own hsa but without the tax benefits without the tax benefits yep. right so um but that's taking care of it. It's good to know that that's that yeah. was that was fairly easy to take care of. Yeah, it was for us. It wasn't for my dad. I know. It was fun. Anyway, so yeah, there's that. 
Um, then there are two questions that were posted last week on okay. the Facebook thing where I had asked folks if they wanted to ask some questions. And Daniel Audie asked this question. It actually has a little bit longer thing to it. So he's. I'm going to read this. It says, I was just wondering what your family's current status is regards to corporate worship, in quotes. Uh, I know at one point you're, let's see, you decided not to, quote unquote, go to a physical church on Sundays. Uh, we would actually call it a congregational gathering. Um, and he says, and I totally agree that a church is not a building. Yep, that's correct. We agree with that. Uh, but do you have any okay, do you have any occasion to participate in corporate worship? Uh, let's see here. Have you come back to a church building on a regular basis, etc.? So those are his questions. That's exactly how he asked it. And so Stephanie, and does, doesn't that lead into the next? Isn't the next question like similar? Yeah. To the- uh, Ika, I believe she says, uh, I would also love to hear about your family worshiping. Um, do you do any kind of family praying or Bible study? Uh, do your children want to go back to a physical church? Uh, again, that's her language. Or go to church with their friends, and again, that's her language. We would call it a congregational gathering. Uh, and the reason, by the way, f- for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about here, is I, I'm a very big stickler on the fact that I consider the church to be uh, the the entire grouping of people who consider themselves to be believers, fo- believers right? or mm-hmm. followers of Jesus. Uh, and so, I believe that if you are a Christian or a follower of Jesus, then you are a part of the church, and I am a part of the church. And if you and I get together in a, at any place, it doesn't matter if it's a building or outside in the free open air, uh, then we together are the church. And so, a building on Sunday mornings that a lot of people go to on the, or on the weekends, uh, that happens to be a building, not a church. Where you have corporate worship in a congregational gathering. Yes, exactly. And corporate worship is something that I think is has become a phrase and and a term that that is uh, very much a part of the modern culture and and the and and makeup of these local gatherings. Right. So anyway, to answer the questions, though, Stephanie. Um, well, how would you answer first? Because I don't want to monopolize um, the discussion. For, first, I would answer that um, we do on occasion um, pray together as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, we Sometimes I feel like we should do it more, and sometimes I feel like it should remain um, special or sacred. I don't want it to become something that they have to do. You right. know? Oh, my God, my parents made us do this all the time. Um and and so we do have we do have occasions where where we do things um together the five of us in that sense yep okay um megan and i have returned to a congregational gathering um we started back in february i think yep um and why is that why is that um it's something that megan was craving she was this before or after she met the boy um, she'd been talking about it before. Okay. Okay. She, she, but been, she, but we hadn't found a met, place before she met the boy or before well, the boy yeah, became well, she's her known the boy. She's known the boy for, you know, two or three years. So, okay. But, um, but I guess we started so, attending after he became her boyfriend. Okay. And, okay. and since that's no longer an active relationship, how often has she gone since? Now that's not fair because we've been very busy the last 
few weeks. So during the time so, that she did go, there were no times when she was really busy, but still went anyway. No. Okay. I'm, not I'm, not I'm like just we curious. have. Not like we have been. Not okay. not you know in Lexington. You know, leaving Lexington at ten o'clock and getting home at midnight and. Okay. No. And, and I'm not suggesting anything. I'm just asking. You know, right. I, no. I, I do. Be- I have every intention of going on Sunday. I do believe that that had some thing to do with pushing her over the edge of wanting to go. But I do okay. I do know that when you guys have gone, it hasn't all been just for an opportunity for her to hang out with her boyfriend on the weekend for an hour or two. Um, that, in fact, you guys are having meaningful, wonderful conversations about the things that have been said from the 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 podium up front. We have very good conversations. Sometimes we'll walk out of the door and we'll be like, nope. Mm, nope. That was that was agenda pushing. That was totally for their, you know, and sometimes we'll walk out and it, we're like, you know, he hit it on the head today. It was absolutely perfect. Yeah. And so. Cool. But we have very real conversations about it and we'll continue to have very real conversations about it. Right. And, I, and I've gone to a couple of those particular uh, gatherings and or did I only go once? You took her one time when I was, I was in Washington with Matthew. Okay. And I know that I went once while you were there as well. I've never been in that building with you. Really? Really. Okay, so then maybe it's only been once. Must have went with your other woman. No, I thought I thought for <laughs> no. sure we all went together, all three of us. No, because no, I've never been there with you. Okay, I, I guess not. No, because because the boyfriend's parents actually thought we were divorced. Really? Because when I was out of town, you <laughs> took her, and yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. That's that's funny. It is. It's it's a funny how assumptions never, can be made. Yes. Uh, we and we had never been there together, and so yeah. No, you should have just said he's a heathen. He's a heathen. That's it. He, so well, they didn't say it to me. They said it to Megan. Yeah. No, I I, yeah. I get it. That's that's funny. Uh, <laughs> I did not know that. That's hilarious. Yeah. So so okay yeah so I went once and um it it's not like I wasn't like and it made a lasting impression because he never went back. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it was just what I remembered. I right, mean, it, yeah. It, 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 it's it's it, the same it's, thing that they all are. You know, you sing for three songs yeah. and, and then they do communion and offering every week. Yeah. And um, and then the guy shows up on a I big really, screen. I really don't like that they still offer. I really don't like that they still pla- pass an offering plate because you can you can. You can do your you could do your offering through text message. You could do it online, and and then and then they give you dirty looks when you don't put something in the plate that they pass by. And I'm like, you know what? You don't know if I'm giving or not. Take you your di- snotty little look elsewhere. There have been like three women that just I. You know what? Just I'm like, who cares I'm about their dirty looks? I'm not giving in to your to your judgment. You don't know me. You don't know. Why do you? Who cares? I don't. I'm just making. I'm just saying. I I don't like the. I don't like that they still pass the plate. Uh, it doesn't. If matter. you're gonna offer other ways to give, which I love that they do, it, and I have given that way. But then it should be like set up in the back or something where you can just drop it in when you walk in or walk out or whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. They gotta have their money somehow. Well, yeah, you'd still get your money if you just set it in the back and just... You'd get more money if you pass the plate. Okay. And give people funny looks. <laughs> Her funny looks don't do anything to me, but I'm sure they work for somebody. They, they do. And there's a reason why passing <laughs> yeah. the plate 
All right. is done. And I don't agree with it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Don't agree with passing the plate. Um. So, yeah, I mean, you sing three songs, you, you, you know, get dirty looks while the plate's plates passing passing and and they do communion every week which i don't know i don't know communion was always do do this often and remember i I know but it's something different for me because i don't know if i've ever gone somewhere where they've done communion every week i have so which i I, i'm um, fine with Um, no i'm i'm fine with although they need they But uh, then again, I'm fine with not going to any of those (laughs) things for years. Not go at all. Um, And uh, and then there there's a sermon and there's a song and yeah, and you're done. Yeah. So so obviously Stephanie and Megan have over the last year or so have been relatively consistent at Mm -hmm. going on to a weekly gathering and of, of believers. Um, and so they enjoy that most of the time. Uh, and if nothing else, at least it off, it, it opens up an opportunity for Stephanie and Megan to have some conversations Mm -hmm. about what they each believe and, and how they feel about what was said from, or what was preached, if you will, from that pulpit. So yeah, they've gone. I have, I, I have no desire to go back to those things, uh, personally. Um, my faith is, I would say my relationship with God is uh, there's there's no comparison to what my relationship with God to, is today compared to all the years. And trust me, I used to be a religious zealot. Um, I used to be the guy who would you know look at you funny if you said you know I, I, you know God's not answering my prayers. Well, how how long have you been praying? It's like well you know I pray every day. How often do you pray? How, how long? And if you say less than an hour, I might actually tell you well maybe he that's your problem sn- he might sneer at you how how much are you reading your bible you know are you reading it at least an hour every day I'm, uh, you know I, I used to be one of those really horrible guys um so you know i i but no i back then i i used to do all of those things used to jump through all of those hoops and used to do all the right things that that mentality and mindset tells you you need to do but my relationship with God wasn't all that great. I had a great relationship with three things. I had a great relationship with information about God. I, you know, I felt good about my relationship with God as long as I was studying His, you know, studying the Bible to learn more about Him. Uh, and the more I did that, the better I felt. If I actually pulled away and went a couple days without reading the Bible or studying about God, then I felt like God was not as happy with me. So I, that was a motivator of my relationship with him. Uh, so there was a relationship with information about God. There was a relationship with the institution. Uh, and so I went, I, I'll never forget when I was a teenager, there was this one period of time in my life. I went to church every Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. And I did that for a year and a half and never missed once. And I thought that, man, that's a badge of honor. And God's, you know, and of course I didn't think these things, but obviously as a result, but it, man, if I, if I missed a Sunday or I missed the this or I missed the that and a couple of them, not only did other people judge me, but I began to feel guilty and, and, and that God wasn't as happy with me. And so I had a relationship with the institution. And then there was another one, and this was the most damaging for me. And this is what really put the biggest wall between myself and God. And that was I had a relationship with a moral code of conduct. 
And that moral code of conduct in, in a way said to me, as long as I am doing the things I know God wants me and, and commands me to do, then I'm, a, I'm in good relationship standing with God. But if I do things, if I don't do the things that I know I'm supposed to do, then that's kind of putting a chink in our relationship. Uh, he kind of turns his face on me and, and, and maybe even punish me for not doing what I should do. Or the opposite. Uh, what if I actually do things that I absolutely know God commands me not to do? And so if I do something that is a sin, then obviously God's going to be angry or mad at me uh, and and possibly even punish me. And sometimes there would be times when, you know, I would feel like uh, like a physical pain in my body. And it's like, well, this is God obviously punishing me for this consistent ongoing sin that's in my life. And, and I saw God as this mean, angry, vindictive parent that, that disciplines me when I don't do well. So I had a relationship with information about God. I had a relationship with an institution. And I had a relationship with a moral code of conduct. And I realized that initially when I became a Christian when I was 18 years old um, and, and officially said, God, I want a relationship with you intentionally, I had that relationship. It was real. It was authentic when I was 18. But over time, and through a lot of, I would say, mental programming through the institution, I transitioned. I left that relationship and traded it for those other three things to the place where over time, over 10, 15 years, I I really didn't feel like I had any real relationship with God at all. And then in September 2010... 11. Was it 11? September 2011 then... I, over the course of a lot of things God was doing in my heart and in my life and through some amazing friends and stuff like that, I finally came to the place where I realized that I do not have to have a relationship with an institution to have a relationship with God. I do not have to have a relationship with information about God to have a relationship with God. And my and it was the and this was the thing that really was the most difficult for me to understand to grasp, and then to incorporate into my life. But today it is very much a part of my life. And that is my relationship with God has nothing to do at all with what I do or do not do. And that includes sin. And um, and some people will say, well, you're one of those overboard grace guys. And well, that you could probably say that about me. But what I can tell you is that the biggest argument people have about that is they say, well, if you think that God's going to love you and accept you into heaven no matter how much sin you have in your life, then that just gives you the freedom to sin. And I'm like, well, the Bible does say it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. There is therefore now no condemnation and says no, not a little. Uh, there therefore is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, and there is none. And because I have the freedom to have that relationship with him, I don't feel like I'm avoiding sin to avoid his wrath, punishment, or anger, but instead I'm avoiding it to disappoint him. And when I do things that I shouldn't do or I don't do things that I should do, I don't fear an angry God anymore because I don't see God that way anymore. And that's how I would answer that question. Okay. And as far as teaching our kids, um, our kids, you know, here's the, um, first of all, worship, I define worship uh, as, as basically living our lives for God Mm -hmm. as an act of worship. I believe that 
you know, everything we do in our life is an act of worship. Absolutely. And, and I do that solo. I worship God alone. I worship God with my wife. When our family gets together and we worship God with our, our whole hearts, minds, souls, and bodies. Um, but if you call corporate worship gathering in a building once a week with a, with the same relatively same group of people every week singing some songs together to God, I do not do that, nor desire it. And I used to feel really guilty about that, but I can tell you with all freedom and with all joy uh, that thank God I'm free from that. Absolutely. I worship God for that freedom mm-hmm. because man, those were horrible, horrible times for me. And, and I, and I always felt guilty about how horrible I thought those were. So we worship. Yes. Uh, and that's it. I think, um, do we teach our kids? Do we, I mean, we said, you talked about prayer. We, you know, I sometimes feel like we should probably be a little bit more intentional about some of those things. Um, but I trust the Holy spirit to lay on our hearts, mm-hmm. uh, when those opportunities, uh, should be there. And sometimes I think maybe I need to intentionally be a little bit more receptive of the prompting of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not saying that I'm excellent as a father in any area, uh, but I do trust that uh, we have still made the right decision for where we are in our family, and and it's great. It's good. It's great, actually. It is great. I'm very excited about the atmosphere of faith in our household. Yes. Cool. Yep. Do you have anything else you wanted to bring up? No, I think I'm good. Awesome. If you guys have any questions, we have run out of questions. We've run out. Feel free to email us feedback at gspn.tv. We would love to hear from you. We have not received any questions via our email this week. So if you're just thinking, hi, you know what? I'm listening to the show. I love Cliff and Stephanie answering all these questions that people submit. And I just trust that other people are going to do it. Well, folks, we've not been getting any in the email. So maybe you're not out there listening. And that's okay, too. Stephanie and I just get this opportunity to get here once a week and hang out with the, you know, 12, 15, sometimes 20 people that show up on Periscope, yep. and we get to have a great time together. But if you want to let us know that you're out there and you want to have us maybe comment or answer a question that you have, you can send us feedback to feedback at gspn.tv. Yep. And I'm not going to play any music because we're already over an hour. Very so good. until next time, Stephanie and I both encourage you to live your life on purpose. <laughs>